Hi friends, Jenna here, and you're listening to Beautifully Bipolar. So I wanted to start a podcast about mental illness and mental health. And the whole reason why I started it was because I feel like it's still very taboo and we're not talking about it enough, especially for men. My whole hope for this podcast is to normalize talking about mental illness when we need help so that we can get the proper help that we need. What qualifies me to talk about mental illness is I have a psychology degree and I am bipolar number two. I feel like that'll give me a good grip to talk about bipolar since I have been bipolar for the last 30 years. Um, The type of bipolar that I am is type two, which if you don't know, Bipolar is a lifelong illness. Episodes of mania and depression eventually can occur again if you don't get treatment. Many people sometimes continue to have symptoms even after getting treatment for bipolar disorder. So we have to learn how to live with bipolar even if we are on medication and we are going to therapy. Um, Bipolar 1 disorder involves periods of severe mood episodes from mania to depression. And bipolar 2 disorder is a milder form of mood elevation, including milder episodes of hypomania, which is a milder form of mania. And it alternates with a severe depression. So the type 2 bipolar is what I have. So I'm going to go through um, a timeline of my life having bipolar and just letting you get familiar with how I kind of lived my life and finding out that I was bipolar. So when I was really young, um, my parents put me on some form of ADHD medicine because I was always very hyperactive. I never focused on anything. I was having trouble in school. So they put me on some sort of like ADHD medication, which can, if you do have some sort of mental illness, it can affect you differently and not affect the ADHD like it's supposed to. So I got like severely, severely depressed when I was like seven. And I know that's like, it sounds so young to be depressed at, but I remember I wrote like a suicidal, uh, or like a suicide goodbye note. And I put it underneath my bed and my mom found it. And it was like cursed June 28th, the day I was born. I wish I was never born. I just want to go home and all of this really dark stuff for a seven-year-old. So my mom was kind of like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? This is not normal. This is not right. A little kid should not have these kind of feelings. So when I was younger, all I ever wanted to do was make make people happy, make people smile, make people laugh because I never wanted anybody to ever feel how I felt. So I did everything I could to hide it. I wanted everybody to think that I was just happy-go-lucky. Nothing in the world could tear me down. Nothing in the world could break me. I was just a little ray of sunshine all the time for everybody because 
I started seeing as you get older, you start to see the uglier things in life. So I would see people crying and I would see people hurting and I didn't want people to feel like that. So I would always be cracking jokes and trying to make them laugh and do whatever I could to take away their sadness. When I started realizing I was having the sadness and I was depressed and I wasn't doing what I said I was doing. I wasn't living the life that I felt that I was preaching. So as I got into high school, I started having really bad panic attacks. I never liked school. I never liked, um, I never felt safe at school, not like physically, but just mentally. I never felt like it was a good place for me. And I would start having really bad panic attacks. And I remember I would always be texting my mom, like, I'm in the bathroom. I'm missing class. I feel like I'm going to die. I just can't, I can't function. And I had, I had a really good set of friends that really helped me through it. And I just remember one panic attack where I was in the bathroom and I think this was before school even started and I was just in the bathroom sobbing and crying and I couldn't get a hold of my mom. And my one friend came in and she was like, are you okay? Because it was so out of the realm of normalcy for me. I never let anybody see this part of me. So I was so embarrassed and I was humiliated that I was having this and I didn't really know what it was or how to fix it. I just thought this is how my life was going to be, that I would be hiding in the bathroom in all aspects of life. And I would miss out on everything, just hiding in the bathroom, having a panic attack. Um, so when I was like 16 ish, my mom finally took me to therapy. I was always angry, just like super angry, seeing red, things that would not really set anybody off would just piss me off. And I would just lose my mind over the smallest things. So my mom and I decided one day, okay, this is enough. We need to get me some help because I can't be living like this. So we went to therapy And I really liked the therapist. She was, um, she was an older lady and we talked about how to like talk yourself out of a panic attack and like, uh, different tools and techniques to help with anger issues. So I guess it was like anger therapy, (laughs) but I still wasn't diagnosed as bipolar. It was just, we thought we had, I had some mood problems and, um, if we fix that, then things would be okay. So then when I was 20, I got official diagnosis of bipolar. I did not want to be bipolar. I did. I had one psych class in high school and it just, it made me feel like I was a freak and I was mad and crazy and I did not want to be bipolar. So 
they put me on medication and all it did was made me like a zombie. I, I remember at one point just staring at the wall for like hours and my mom like finally came in my room and was like, uh, what, what are you doing? Like what's going on? And I just remember staring at the wall. Like (laughs) that was it. That was my whole day was just staring at, at a wall. And my mom finally was like, okay, we're going to not take these medicine. Like we're not going to do this. So at that point we, we went off the bipolar medication and that made me happy because it made me feel like, oh, I was misdiagnosed. I'm not really bipolar. I knew I wasn't bipolar. I just get excited sometimes. And I think everybody has those highs and lows. So then I went on an antidepressant because I was still very depressed, but my antidepressant was making me uh, gain weight and I was having problems with weight gain, which I didn't want. So lo and behold, I went off of that. So then for about five years, I was not on anything and I kind of knew in the back of my mind that I needed something. I continued to go to therapy and I, I got to the point where the therapy was, I was in school for psycho for psychology and I kind of learned how to out trick the psychiatrist and I would tell them what they wanted to hear and I would say all the right things so that they didn't have to put me on medicine and I felt like sneaky like oh I'm tricking the therapist like I'm winning but really I was just hurting myself so at 26 there was a pretty big event in my life that I went through which I'll talk about in another podcast and I I felt like I couldn't do it anymore. I needed to get a correct diagnosis. I needed to get help. So I went back on an antidepressant and I felt completely numb, completely numb, could not feel anything, but not feeling anything was better than being a zombie and staring at the wall. So I thought I was doing okay. So Then when I was on these antidepressants, I decided to get married, which was a horrible mistake because I was on an antidepressant and I couldn't feel anything. And I remember walking down the aisle and thinking this should be the happiest day of my life. And I couldn't feel anything. Huge problem. So then, um, I changed my medicine dosage and we started kind of messing around with different antidepressants and I was starting to get better. So 
like 27 to 29, I was really happy and I was really good. And I was on the same antidepressant and I, I just felt like this is how you're supposed to live. I, I would get very few manic episodes, but I would just think that, okay, something, something exciting is coming up. Like I would get super manic around Christmas and I wouldn't want to sleep and I would stay up all night, like crafting Christmas gifts and Christmas decorations and decorating the house and all of this Christmas stuff. So I would just be like, oh, it's my favorite time of the year. I'm really excited for Christmas. And I would just stay up for days which if you know me at all, and I don't know if it's because of the antidepressant or what, but I like to sleep. Like I get like 10 hours of sleep a night. And if I don't, I'm a bear. So when I'm getting like four hours of sleep a night and it's not affecting me and I can bounce back and just pretend like I got 10 hours of sleep, it's a problem. So at the end of... 2019, I was no longer feeling good. I was very, very manic. It was about November ish. And I was staying up like days on end, um, crafting and decorating my house for either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I was writing, um, I'm working on my third book. So I would just stay up all night writing, 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 writing to the point where my wrists were hurting me. Um, and again, I didn't think, Oh, maybe it's not just depression. Maybe I'm bipolar. Maybe I'm having a manic episode. All I thought was, okay, I'm, I'm being so, proactive. I'm being so productive. I'm doing all of these things. I'm doing all of these projects that I never had time for, but really I was in the middle of a manic episode. So I, I talked to my mom and I finally broke down one day and was like, um, I don't think my meds are working anymore. My depression is off the charts because if I wasn't manic, I was extremely depressed and I would lay in bed for hours at a time and I wouldn't want to do anything and I wouldn't want to get out of bed and I really needed somebody to motivate me to get out of bed and to live a life and it wasn't even, man, work sucks. I don't want to go to work. It would be it's Sunday and my boyfriend planned a really fun day for us and I really didn't want to go do it. I didn't care to do anything other than lay in bed. So then I went and I found a psychiatrist and it's very important that when you're going to therapy, um, or looking for a counselor, therapist, psychiatrist, um, 
that you find one that works for you because in another episode, I'll talk about how many therapists and um, psychiatrists I've had because we did it. We didn't click and I didn't trust them and it just wasn't going to work, but I found a really cool one. And, um, when I talked to her, I, I was honest and I told her, I said, you know what? I have a psychology, psychology degree. I think I might be bipolar. I really don't want to be, but I think that I'm going to need more than an antidepressant. I think I'm going to need a mood stabilizer for my mania. And she said, okay. And we talked about it and she diagnosed me with bipolar type two disorder. And we both agreed um, that that seemed about right. And we have been working on getting the right medicine ever since. It has been a process. It hasn't been just, oh, here's some medicine. Oh, look, now I'm better. It is a really big game of trial and error. So from like December 2019 to about January, early February 2020, I was on six different medications just trying to figure out what was going to work best for me and going to see my psychiatrist every week. Every week it was, how are you feeling? Um, I would go with my then boyfriend and he, he would notice things that I wouldn't even notice. I wouldn't even think of or really care to notice about my behavior. And then the three of us kind of worked on a plan on what what I needed, the support I needed, and the medication that I needed. So I just wanted to start a podcast to not only talk about bipolar because there's so many other different um, types of mental illness out there, but this is the one that I'm dealing with and I have a couple people that I know of that are bipolar and I know that they could probably relate or benefit from a podcast like this. And I know I want to talk about anxiety and I want to talk about OCD and I want to talk about therapy and diagnosis and mental health and relationships and, um, medication and that kind of thing. So if there is any topics you want me to talk about, let me know. Cause I definitely will talk about any mental illness on here and then, um, we will go from there. So thank you for listening to the first episode of beautifully bipolar. Please like share and subscribe. And thank you for listening. Help is available. National suicide prevention lifeline, 800-273-8255.